0: Welcome to another episode of American, American Timelines.
1: I'm Amy and that's Joe. And we are history for jerks. And we are so glad to be back uh, with you with another episode. We're still fucking doing this for some reason. Yes. Uh, even though it's in the middle of the end of the school year for Amy, she's stressed out. She's, yeah. She almost quit the podcast today when I told you it was time to record. You almost quit. No,
0: right? I didn't quit. I would never quit.
1: Never quit. I'll can't stop once. Did you say can't stop once? Summer
0: stop? comes. Let's just say.
1: Okay, you'll be more relaxed. Yeah. When summer comes, um, and I think you're pretty relaxed right now because. Well. You went to relax before we started recording. I. That's think. true. That's, that's true. A, yeah. <laughs> but and we're gonna we're gonna we have a guest this week. But before <laughs> I bring him bring him out or in or up or down or whatever it is yeah. on a podcast, I have a quick uh, i uh, iTunes review to read and this was from january it's been so long that we've read them and that last one we did last week i gotta do it again so okay um because this person's probably mad and gonna not listen and i think this might be a stranger
0: Ooh. it's just a short
1: review but they they left us a review on itunes and we want to encourage this for everybody so listen look cool you can be you're gonna be famous we'll put you right on you we'll read famous. whatever you say you can <laughs> say whatever you want about us and we'll read it. Um and actually, we should probably... You know, that one guy who gave us a bad review and hated me? Yeah. We spent way too much time reading his review, you know, talking mm-hmm. about that guy. I loved it. Well, we should encourage people to go doing good reviews, not bad reviews. I know. There's a guy named Brent Nelson that hates me. <laughs> anyway, okay. This one is by Broadway Star 2B.
0: Okay.
1: So... I thought maybe it was somebody I know because I work at a performing arts center, so a lot of Broadway stars mm-hmm. 2B, so maybe it is, but maybe not. So January 25th, 2021, Broadway star 2B's review said, perfect marriage of comedy and crime. If you're looking for a history pod with a true crime and comedy bent, you're in the right place. Great banter and largely unknown stories from American history make for a fun listen.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That was very nice. Yeah.
1: Not even Amy's a bitch or anything.
0: And nothing about you being ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Nothing about me shutting the other guy. Yeah. What was the guy's name? Brent Nelson said, if that guy would shut the fuck up, this would be a good podcast. (laughs) Just let the girl talk, let the woman talk. And he was probably right. But now without any further ado, we're going to bring our guest on. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we have, I'm very lucky to have this guy. We've been trying to connect for a while, but he's probably the hardest working man in Charlotte, hardest working comedian in Charlotte. Uh, we have the self-proclaimed chuff daddy of comedy. His clean and witty comedic style is suitable for people of all ages. Named one of Charlotte's up-and-coming comedians in 2017, uh, and the best in the nest from the Quincy City Nerve winner of 2020 of, of comedians. The best, the best comedian you're, in the nest. Sorry. You're
0: really got him in this. this. Uh,
1: but anyway, we have uh, my good friend who's open for Sean Patton and Last Comic Standing winner, John Reap, please welcome Papa Don... Don Garrett, everybody.
2: Hey, American Timelines. I'm in the building. How's it going, guys? What's hey, up? What's how up, are you? Daddy? Hey, what's going on, man? I'm happy to be on, Joe. I know we've been trying to do this, man, but thank you for having me, man. I've been
0: wanting yes. to come on <laughs> to be a guest. Oh, yes. thank you for coming. I'm so glad you,
1: you had a you night
3: off.
2: For having uh, me. Thank you, Joe and Amy. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, we love- The we're, fact we're, that yeah. you
0: had a night off and then you chose to spend it with us is Well, awesome. that's
1: it, because Don will probably be doing a stand-up show then- every night this week probably right yeah. Don, what's your next show
2: um uh, my next show we had one last night my next show is uh friday
1: okay you got one friday night where's that one at that's
2: gonna be at rosie's um the wine rosie mcgill's um it's like a, a wine bar um uh-huh. place in, in Noda. um show is sold out so oh um, so you oh, can't awesome. get tickets good yeah, for you yeah it's a lot of funny um comedians on that show i mean a lot of hard work and, uh comics very hilarious funny so man i'm in great company for that show it's gonna be awesome
1: What's your next show that people can still get tickets for?
2: Uh, the one that the next one that people can still get tickets for is at World of Beer uh, Wednesday night. Ooh. I'm hosting. Um, yeah. So it's a free show. Uh, we just put the tickets on Eventbrite for convenience. Um, mm-hmm. And <clears throat> and so I'm hosting that. So we have a uh, funny, funny comics coming. It's at the Epicenter. Um, i in, in at the World of Beer. Um, it's a downtown free show. Charlotte. You can get, yep. yes, downtown Charlotte. Um, is that twenty
1: sixth? The twenty sixth of May. Uh,
2: that is the this today is the seventeenth. That's the nineteenth.
1: Oh, it's this Wednesday. Oh, this so two days like, from now. Two okay. days from now. Okay. Wow. So cool. So World of Beer uh, actually that will be tonight when this is released. This is going to be released on Wednesday. So yeah. you're listening to this in the morning. I'll put it out in the morning tonight. If you're bored, go to see. Even if you're not bored, go to World of Beer and check out Papa Don. He's hosting the show. Don. Garrett, everybody. Yeah. So Don is a super funny guy. I think I've wanted you to be on this podcast for a long time. As soon as I started having guests, I was like, Don, can you get on my podcast? And and we've been kind of like playing tag and then he Don's real busy and we had him scheduled Gosh, what about a month ago or something? Yeah, and you a, got you had some come yeah, up. Of my habit, but, I had yeah. to take
2: my mom back to Virginia. Um, she decided that with me being her only child, um, she wanted to come to Charlotte for a week and she wanted to be chauffeured from Virginia Aww. to Charlotte Aww. and back. <laughs> yeah. So with me being her only kid, I had no choice but to oblige. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. So oh. yeah, so that's what it was, man. Um so yeah, I had to take mom back. Um, but I'm I'm happy to be here tonight, man. Thanks.
1: Well, thanks that's okay. No, yeah. Well, that's I couldn't believe we got you anyway. Just how busy you are, but so Don Garrett, check him out online. He's got a website, dongarrettcomedy.com. Is that right? Is that the, uh, I think, where the, or is it? Uh, com? Oh, DOG. Oh, yeah. Just look up D-O-G. Google Don Garrett, you'll find him right Yeah, right. yeah, you'll, Fun, you'll funny, find funny, me. Funny, funny guy. And he Charlotte's his home, but he travels everywhere, so you can see him throughout the country probably. But Don is very funny. Uh, we met at the Queen City Comedy Experience, which he performs at every year, yeah. and uh, we're glad to have him. Very, very, very funny. I love the whole chuff daddy bit. That's so funny. I was telling my kids all about it. My kids were like, "Who's, who's Don Garrett?" I said, "Don Garrett's gonna be on our, on our show." Who's Don Garrett? He's the chuff daddy. Hey, that is my daughter I. thought that. Yeah. that <laughs> she thought that was so funny. That is yeah, I, that no whole thing. In my yeah. game, no shame. Yep. yeah, she loves that. That's very funny, and that's the thing. You're family friendly, so that's cool. Yeah, uh, that's. That's yes. very marketable and will get you work all the time, but you know that. For sure. sure, but, sure. You, yes, but, but feel
0: free not to be family-friendly on this yes, podcast. for this, oh, okay. you don't have to be. <laughs> yeah, you
1: can you. say whatever you, you want.
0: You can be yeah. or you don't have to be. Yeah. Either okay. way, yeah. we go with you. We're not going to be.
2: We won't uh, be. <laughs> that, you know, that's what I love. I, I will not be
0: either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I,
3: I will
1: yeah, not you can, be drop whatever bombs you want you can tell me Uh, to fuck off don garrett you've always wanted to i'm sure no 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 never joe i've always
2: wanted you to fuck on i've always (laughs) (laughs) that
3: is right
2: i will fuck on.
1: all right so we're gonna jump into the timeline we're in march and um i actually don't have anything until march 18th good and we're gonna do march and april this episode
3: yes because amy
1: had trouble finding anything in march but that's good and so I promised her, one thing I do is I drone on and on and on a lot, and I, so I promised her since we're doing two months in one episode, I will just go fast. I will just give little bullet points, and that's it, and I'll move fast. Yes. I, I'm going to try that.
0: Okay. I we'll see guarantees. how it goes.
1: We'll see how good. I'm, you're going to either be proud of me, or you're going to be like, you suck at that. So here we go. <laughs> we're going to go fast. Like a night court when they had to do like 45 cases in one night. Yeah. That Don Garrett probably doesn't know what Night Court is. I'm
2: familiar with it. My, my references go beyond my years, Joe. Trust <laughs> yeah, okay. That's good, right. Good. My references yeah. go beyond my years. Yeah, because
1: you might have an old audience, right? Yeah. yeah okay, well, so, that was my favorite. Yeah, that's good. Old people. March 18th, right?
2: Yeah.
1: It was the first The first plastic lens for, a cat, for cataract patients were fitted. March 18th of 1952 at the Wills Eye Hospital in Philadelphia by Sir Nicholas Harold Lloyd Ridley an english ophthalmologist who happened to have a stammer growing up and as a child he met and sat on the lap of florence nightingale a close, nightingale, a close friend of his mother it's a true okay there's a
0: guy. lot to unpack there don't you think don
2: uh yeah there I'm is i'm trying to amy. go quick there, there is amy first of all <laughs> <laughs> i need i need six names before i can sit on anyone's lap uh it's <laughs> right? a requirement <laughs>
0: And eye stuff just grosses me out. I just want to say that yeah. right off top. Yeah. You, you yeah, know, like p- putting a plastic lens. Like I know we do it now, but like the first person to do that, I don't know.
1: Cataracts had to are be a little like... bit of
0: a cy- psychopath. I was, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I was getting cataracts.
1: Yeah, somebody touched their eyeball. I was got cataracts mixed with con- conju- conjunctivitis. Isn't I had that a bad
0: I, breath. No, conjunctivitis
1: <laughs> is when you got like shit oozing out of your eyes. Oh. Ugh. I had a dog that had that one year, one time. It was just oh. like shit pouring out of her eyes.
3: Oh man. And
1: so my gra- my stepdad had <laughs> cataract surgery and I wanted to stay away from because I thought oh you got shit coming out of your eyes, but I guess it's not. Anyway, this is a cataract lens 1952 that seems significant. And mm-hmm. I, that's all I got, but I'll go quick. March 20th was the 24th Academy Awards.
0: 24th. The only 24th. the 24th in 1952.
1: Huh. And the big winner was An American in Paris that won the Best Picture. Uh, Humphrey Bogart and Vivian Lee, won Actor and Actress. And if you want to hear Amy and I talk about American parody, Amer- An American in Paris at great length, it, we both thought it was a shitty movie and we talked about it on another podcast called Who the Fuck Is. That's uh, our Scottish podcast. Our Scottish friends. So we have these friends from Scotland that do a podcast and they have us on once a month or once a
0: once? Order? A re- I don't once
1: know. A, once once a quarter, in a while. Have, once in a blue
2: moon? Once in a blue moon,
1: Every,
0: blue moon, every yeah. time
1: we move on to a new year, they have us on to talk about whatever the best picture was. Oh, that's anyway, awesome. Anyway, so there was a whole episode where we talked about this movie, and it sucked. So we don't want to talk <laughs> the, no, about it. No, the
0: episode didn't <laughs> suck. The movie sucked.
1: Yeah. No, the episode was good. Those, those Scottish guys are great. Uh, it's called what? Who the Fuck Is WTFI? Uh, light, and... Light yeah, there's a lot of who what who the fuck is podcast though, so you got to really search for that one with Daniel and Nathaniel and John. Yeah, I think are the guys too. Anyway, so I'm going fast, right? i am already on my third thing. I'm moving to the All third right, thing. All right, let's see. Let's do it. March 21st and 22nd. This one's going to be hard. This is where it's going to slow down because I got a lot about this. All March right. 21st and 22nd, tornadoes in Arkansas, Tennessee, Missouri, Mississippi, Alabama, and Kentucky. Caused 343 deaths.
3: Whoa. It was an
1: extremely violent and deadly tornado outbreak. Uh, struck the Mississippi and Ohio Valleys. Tennessee and Arkansas took the brunt of the outbreak.
0: <laughs> and you said this was just two a day, two-day time span? Yeah,
1: over two days. It, it, yeah, oh, my it was, God. It was like 10 different. It was 11 F4 tornadoes. Whoa. Hell, whoa. That's yeah.
2: only one step below F5, which is the. That's the big the, one. And so think yeah, about it, like, and this
1: twister. is 1952. So it's not like you don't get an alert on your phone. No, you know, you're not on Twitter. That's why that so
0: many people died. Yeah, probably, some people they didn't, didn't even know. know.
1: You didn't hear about it till somebody came running and said, "Oh fuck, I was just in a tornado." Yeah, like, yeah. and I got and a short of the cellar.
0: Wow. The I just think of Wizard of Oz. You know, you get in the storm. Yeah. The yeah, yeah, get
1: in that thing. Yeah, so it killed 29 and 50 people uh in Tennessee and Arkansas respectively mm-hmm. uh, uh, 27 of the 31 tornadoes i guess there's 31 tornadoes but 11 were f4s 202 of the 209 fatalities 1133 of the 1212 injuries were on march 21st alone uh, this was the fourth highest amount of violent tornadoes in one outbreak as of 2020,
0: I wonder why. I wonder if there's some scientific reason why of they... the
1: weather thing. I mean, it's, it's why do all happen? those tornadoes happen? How is packs them when we need
2: them? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wow. Yeah, uh uh-huh. That that's kind of like a striking fear for some reason. Like I will watch footage of a tornado or something on TV. but yeah. God knows if I've ever caught in one, I'm as good as dead. Oh I, my god! I, I I'm gonna freak. I'm gonna tense up, yep. and I'm just gonna get slung from here to Cabarrus County. Like, well, that-
0: you know you, <laughs> but you know that if this is really going to make it worse for you, and I'm sorry well, that I'll make it better but um
1: <laughs> I got something to make it better they Thanks, Joe.
0: they they sound like a freight train, a tornado, and there's YouTube videos you can look up the um sound of a tornado, and you can hear it like it'll be somebody it'll be somehow in the tornado, the cell phone, and you hear it, and it sounds just like and it gives you goosebumps it's so yeah, creepy it's it so creepy because it's such
1: destruction yeah. Ugh. But I've always, so I grew up in tornado area, Ohio, me Northwest too, Ohio, yeah. really tornado Missouri for
0: me. So. so
1: it's always like the cloud, it's like the wind everywhere else gets completely goes away. It's still, it's, like it's a windy, messy day. You know, there'll be tornadoes. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you look outside and the trees aren't moving at all. It must mean there's a tornado, I guess, because it takes all the wind away oh, or yeah. something. It all goes into that. I don't know. I don't understand how it works. I've been always deathly afraid of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same here. But probably, you know, Wizard of Oz probably made you scared of him. Mm -hmm. But here's why maybe you don't need to be as scared, Don, because (laughs) uh, during this one, there was a snippet from the Northwest Arkansas Times out of Fayetteville. Not Fayetteville, North Carolina. I guess Fayetteville, Arkansas. Okay. And this little snippet I found online read, D.C. Phipps of Little Rock was driving a transport truck near Judsonia when the winds came. Suddenly, a house came flying across the highway and smashed into his truck.
0: Oh, my God. But,
1: but Phipps suffered only scratches. What? and And he hitchhiked into nearby BB with one of the first reports of the disaster. That's how everybody in that town found out about it. This guy hitchhiked and said, hey... My truck just got hit by a house.
3: Oh my God. <laughs> that's a, a, a great man.
1: story. Tornado, yeah. yeah. Imagine being
2: that guy and, like, oh man, all the game that he possessed after that. If you walk up yeah. to a bar of ladies and say, hey, truck got hit by a yeah. house, I survived, you're leaving <laughs> out with a girlfriend.
0: <laughs> You've <Yeah, laughs> got to. Yeah, right. You're having you to. to lose. Yeah. That's that's that,
2: that is bad assery. Literally. And then he yeah, saves fine. the
0: town. Yeah, yeah well, right? he warned he warned, he warned everybody.
1: <laughs>
2: Paul Revere Tornado Country, uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> the tornadoes are coming. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, you know his name was D.C. Phipps, and it, he could be the creator and inventor of Mister Phipps Pretzel Chips. I do, uh, remember on. those. Yeah, from the eighties. No, <laughs> I just, that, yeah. I just, you were all happy, and then I just ruined it. That's really, yeah. I
0: just it's, it's. I saw it online, and I, yeah, I lost respect for you. You saw. <laughs> You I saw, saw you oh, posting about that. On oh, one. I
1: recently did post. Because I came across Mr. Phipps Pretzel Chips, and I watched that commercial. Uh, <laughs> I remember when those came out. I couldn't wait to try them, and then they were defunct before I could even try them. That's probably 1989 that
0: came out. Oh, my God. All right.
1: Okay, so I have some notable people from Judzonia, but I'll skip that. Uh, unless you know who Beth, Beth Ditto is. No. no, oh, shoot. Never heard of it. I just scrolled to the end of my document. I always do that. Um Oh, okay. Shh. Hold on. Sorry, I'll cut this pause out.
0: If you remember, there's like slightly, a, there's like a
1: button to push where it it scrolls all the way to the end, and I always accidentally hit it. Okay, okay. March twenty first. That same day as that second day of the tornadoes. Yeah. Uh, Alan Freed presents a, an event called Alan Freed presents the Moon Dog Coronation Ball at Old Cleveland Arena. Uh, had 25,000 people attend. Mm-hmm. And this is known throughout history as possibly the first ever rock and roll concert. Oh, it wasn't planned to be a rock and roll concert. It was really going to just be a dance. Oh, wow. But you got to think it's 1952. Rock and roll kind of
0: just started. wasn't really
1: invented yet. Yeah. Like the, nobody called it that. It wasn't a kind of a music. Like mm-hmm. you just look at 1952 rock and roll. I don't even know that I would call it rock and roll. It's right. kind of like.
0: Yeah. Or something swing or country, or
1: it's not like rock and roll, but crooning, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like crooning. But Alan Freed was this guy who had joined WJW radio in 1951 in Cleveland as the host of a classical music program. But he took up a different kind of music at the suggestion of Cleveland record store owner Leo Mintz. He had noted with great interest the growing popularity among young customers of all races. Everybody started liking. Uh Rhythm and blues records by black musicians, yeah, and that was like a phenomenon. It was like everybody 's listening to black music, mm-hmm. and that wasn 't a thing that white people ever did before, I think, and it was a different kind of music The yeah. you know black musicians were like they created rock and roll like, they 've created right. everything good in music that we 've ever had, and actually i 'll go a little bit further. Anything good we've ever had was pretty made much. by a black person. Yeah, it was pretty much. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like everything, like, <laughs> yeah. but especially music, like yeah. rock and roll. Like, Every good rock and roll classic song was stolen.
0: And that's the thing.
1: If it wasn't a black they artist, it was it. stolen by a white artist. So everything Elvis did was, was taken. Big yeah. Mama Thornton did or somebody else did that was better than, than him. And so that's a big – I actually took a rock and roll history. I took like a I – I minored in – black studies. It's a weird thing that Joe. I did in yeah, and, and college. Just because just I just took so many classes, I was like, hey, can I do anything with all these classes that I took? <laughs> yeah, Because I took like black music and, and black culture, I, black history. Uh, and so I ended up like so I know a lot about the rock and roll thing. But so that's why this interests me. Because right. um, I think I learned this then, but I, I didn't remember. I'm, I'm so ch- anyway, I'm changing yeah, your go name. ahead.
2: I'm changing your name on my phone from Joe Huntsaker to Cousin Joe. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm change your name to Cousin Joe.
3: There that's cool, yeah.
1: I mean, that's why I appreciate African American people very much. So I appreciate you, Don. I appreciate if you, you don't Joe. know, I appreciate if you're you, listening, if you're just, oh, I if you're appreciate just you listening, too. Don is an African American gentleman, which don't I don't sound know. Like,
2: don't sound like you do it. <laughs> it <not> <laughs> this, this voice, right, this voice is very It deep. is higher pitched,
1: I would say. You do that in that higher register. Does anybody ever think you're a lady on the phone?
2: All the time. Um, I, <laughs> I used to call DirecTV from my grandma when I would order pay-per-views, and I didn't want her to find out about it. So yeah. I would call DirecTV to dispute, and they would always go, well, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. And I'm, I just stopped correcting them. I just stopped correcting them. I was yeah. like, all right, it is what it is. As long as you take this pay-per-view off, we're good.
1: Yeah, well, At least your name's Don, so once you say your name, they have to know. There's not a lot of ladies named Don. No. Yeah, 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 not, yeah, yeah. I, I, have a, I have a buddy who's got a real high voice, and his name is Morgan, so everybody, <laughs> everybody always thinks he's a lady. I wouldn't yeah. even
0: say Don has a real high voice. You make it's it
1: not like, real high, no. no. Uh, the other guy has I know, a real high but
0: voice. but you made it sound like they were the same.
1: No, no, this guy's got a real high or Don doesn't have a real high, but it's a little bit higher. Yeah,
2: it's a, yeah it's a, it is, man. I, I, I'm not for sure if I ever had that, you know, whole puberty swing thing. So <laughs> this, is, this is just, this is, this is what we're working with. This is what no, we work with. it works. But anyway,
1: yeah. So, we, yeah, we are, we are your cousins now. But uh, so Free, this guy, Alan Freed, he actually was considered to have popularized the term rock and roll. He was using it on, on that Cleveland radio station. Now,
0: is he white or black?
1: He's a white guy. Oh, I, I don't know. You Gosh. don't
0: know. You better find that out.
1: I'm sure he. I, I think I looked him up. I did look him up. He's a white guy. Yeah, he's a. Okay. And so is the other guy, Mintz. Um, what did I say that guy's name was? Uh, mint, uh, mint Julep. Mint Julep. Yeah. Mint Julep. Leo Mintz. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That was you just it. picture an old, bald white man maybe he's not (laughs) yeah he's yeah he's a balding white guy yeah so they're both white guys but um i think that was the thing is like they were noting that this was sort of like everybody was liking this which didn't happen in 1952 so anyway so but freed was always using the term rock and roll and it started in cleveland Mm -hmm. so i think that's why cleveland has like the rock and roll hall of fame and stuff so it's i think it's in a lot of circles it's like the place where rock and roll kind of started um so once they saw the popularity of the this new program that they started that was kind of like a rock and roll program uh it, it the popularity was huge, so they decided to hold a live dance event featuring some of the artists whose records were appearing on Freed Show. These artists were Paul Williams and the hucklebuckers uh <laughs> and they had a song called the Hucklebuck I remember uh. that uh, <laughs> the Hucklebuck <laughs> yeah and uh And Tiny Grimes and the Rockin' Highlanders. That was an African American instrumental group that appeared in kilts. And then also on the bill were the Dominoes, Veretta Dillard, and Danny Cobb. So, again, these are all like you listen to, if you listen to these now, it's old school. It's very dated. Yeah. But it does take the white doo wop type of thing and make it better. Like they just add soul to it, which makes it better listening. But uh, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so. Yeah, and, and, you know, we all know rock and roll came from the blues. I'll, I'll stop that. But at this event, so what happened was more tickets were printed than the arena's actual capacity, uh, partly due to counterfeiting and partly due to a printing error. So they, they had an estimated 20,000 people trying to crowd into an arena that held slightly more than 10,000. Oh,
3: uh, man. Yeah, Ooh. so
1: there was worries that a riot might break out as people tried to crowd in. Um According to reports, the fire authorities shut down the concert supposedly after the very first song uh, by the opening act, Paul Hucklebuck Williams, ended. Uh, and Freed had to make a public apology on WJW the next day. Mm-hmm. But there are other people who there's accounts in newspapers that you can find that said, no, it didn't. There were several acts that played. It didn't end after the first song. Oh. So I don't know. You know how things back then were just weird. Yeah. Here- there's so much hearsay. You don't really know. There's no recordings. So some people said that there were other things. It was supposed to start at 10, but there were frustrated people gathering outside, unable to buy a ticket at $1.75. That's how much it costs to get in.
3: Oh, I love it. $1.75. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, their number increased. They did say that about uh, about 6,000 people were waiting outside that couldn't get in, um, estimated by the Cleveland police. Um and people started storming the arena knocking down panel doors. And uh, it wasn't really a, like a riot or anything. They got control and ended it. But um, but one thing they did note is the idea was all their listeners were very diverse. It was like, this is actually one music that brings a diverse crowd. Um, but journalist Valena Williams, uh, she reported that it really wasn't. It was the crowd was mostly African-American. There was like less than 10% white people there. Mm. Um, wow. Which so didn't quite get that hope of bringing everything of crossing but, over, yeah, of crossing over, really. But, um, but anyway, it was still that is the first ever rock and roll show. That's pretty dope, 1952. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty awesome. So now, you know. So now nice. you know, it was in Cleveland. Cool. And then, and then I'll do this next one real quick because it's sports. We're getting in the sports section. Don hey. and I are both about to talk about some sports right That's here, neat. Amy. I'll take a nap, uh, but this. <laughs> But da, da, my, challenge, my challenge is that Amy doesn't know sports or even like sports at all. So mm. when there's something amazing, I have to really like try to explain to her why it's cool. Right. Sometimes
0: and, I get it. And
1: this first thing, this is this first thing I think I can explain is amazing. And I don't even like hockey. But March 23rd, the New York Rangers blew out. Uh, they blew, No, they blew a six to two lead, losing seven, six to the Chicago Blackhawks. Bill Mozienko. Scored the fastest hat trick in NHL history. Twenty-one seconds. He scored a hat trick. Papa Don, do you know what a hat trick is? That is hockey three goals. Okay, three goals. So you're a hockey, Are you a hockey fan? Oh, uh,
2: no. I just know. I'm, I just know a little <laughs> bit about it. I tune in yeah. when they fight. But yeah, um, me too. Oh, That's yeah. what I yeah. I'll tune in. I keep. I, I want to go to a Hurricanes game so bad, man. Yeah, because they'll I, fight,
1: right? They'll fight at those games.
2: Oh yeah, they will. I got to check it out.
1: I've been to a few college games and they don't let those guys fight which isn't as fun. Ooh. But yeah, I'm yeah, I'm not a hockey fan either cuz I don't I don't really know the rules. I don't even know how to ice skate. Why do
0: they let them fight? I mean, they don't do that in any, any other sport,
1: <laughs> I think. Just for what we're talking about, to make it more entertaining for guys like me and Don. Yeah, but they've much.
0: got these big sticks and then these really yeah. sharp blades on their feet.
1: But they don't use those. They take off the they take off the gloves. They don't use the sticks. They throw them down and they just punch. Yeah, they punch the hell it's, out of each other's face. It's like a mixture
0: yeah. of boxing and yeah, would yeah, feel hockey or something
1: it's, on ice. It's a weird conundrum about I think about the world or about yeah. America. I, I don't know if they. Do they do that in other countries? Uh, Canada. Canada does, too, I'm sure. But, like, France, do they play hockey, and do they punch each other?
0: I wonder. You have to find out. That's
1: it seems I mean. like a weird. I've always wondered that, too. Why do they let them fight?
2: Yeah, that that fighting, unless it's, like, MMA or boxing, uh, any yeah. other, you know, contact sport, per se. Yeah, fighting is, like, banned.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. I like it. I don't know why. But the big thing I want to talk about, a hat trick, I, I don't. I didn't know what a hat trick was for a long time. But a hat trick is where you get th- score three goals in a game. And, Amy, just so you know, that's really rare.
3: Yeah.
1: And to do it in 21 seconds. Like, a lot of games. like that Three game, goals in that 21 game was, seconds? Yeah, that game was seven to six. And part of the reason I don't like hockey, it, there's usually a long time without hey, scoring. Hey. A lot of the games will be one to nothing mm-hmm. or two to one. Like, you yeah. watch the whole game and there's only three goals scored? Like, fuck, I don't want to watch yeah. that. Oh, that's man. like baseball
0: to me. It's hard to yeah, get yeah. score. Yeah, it's, it's boring. Yeah,
1: so it's just hard to score. So this guy scored three goals in twenty one seconds. That's yeah, you can't even get down the thing in twenty one. I don't know. How,
2: that's crazy impressive. Yeah,
1: yeah I don't know how that happened, impressive. and there is no video of it because it's nineteen fifty two. No. Right, but so that's why that's the reason I kept that in. Um, and our friend Brian, who's a big Blackhawks fan, probably loves both Bill Mosienko. Um, but that's going to bring us to March twenty sixth, and Papa Don Don Garrett's going to take over the fourteenth ncaa men's basketball championship you're gonna tell us about that don
2: yes indeed man yeah this occurred of course in 1952 and the game was played between the kansas jayhawks and also the st john's Redmen. well kansas decided to beat the dog shit out of st john's by a score of 80 to 63 (laughs) (laughs) i found that it was hilarious kansas's head coach is named fog allen but the fog is spelled p-h-o-g Oh, nice! <laughs> that's like a rapper name. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, it is. So I mean, <laughs> he must have been a very important person to where his little fall, yeah, Lil fall, Lil ph, <laughs> Lil ph. Um, I found it very interesting that um there was a third place game that was played between Illinois and Santa Barbara, and Illinois won because you know oh. they, they don't do second or third place now. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. They, they don't,
1: don't do second or third. They don't do huh. runner up
2: anything. Not at all. Um, Kansas's top player was named Clyde Lovellette. Um, I think he may have performed in that first rock concert that you were just talking about, Joe. <laughs> that it yeah. sounds like it. Yeah, with the name like Lovelette he had yeah. some, he Clyde and mm-hmm. the Lovellettes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Right. He fits right in. He was named most outstanding player and he also scored uh the most goals. Um um I'm baskets and baskets, yeah. You got
1: mixed with the hockey.
2: I did, I did. (laughs) Yeah, in the the tournament, um there were four regional sites uh where the games were played. Um one was of course in Raleigh. Um there was one I also believe in uh, Chicago. Um Mm -hmm. there was another one um Kansas City. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. and then the fourth and final regional game was played in corvallis oregon hmm. oh, never heard of that and Mm-mm. it's like have you ever just been building momentum in something and then it just gets sucked out <laughs> yeah yeah yep. Cor- corvallis sucked that out for me yeah. uh, I, was, <laughs> I was expecting la and maybe miami you know a little yeah, bit of cocaine i'll but... say those
1: were all big cities and mm-hmm. then uh yeah and then corvallis
2: corvallis okay um yeah so yeah that that's how it was man it was uh it was good i learned a lot reading about that
1: yeah so isn't that cool so you we forced you to learn something yeah you,
2: know. you you did thanks uh, professor jill and, uh, and amy <laughs> amy's an educator thank you amy yeah, for that's all right. that you she, do i try she to connect teacher.
0: with my students yeah. <laughs> thank always you,
2: thank you yeah. Amy, for all that you do
0: oh you are welcome sometimes what was sometimes it? no <laughs>
1: Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes the
0: you, the world, not you, specifically. Not Don. Not Don Garrett. As as in the world, sometimes you're welcome, and sometimes no, you're not welcome. Fuck you. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree.
0: Yeah.
1: What? So what was that fog guy's last name? Fog. Fog Allen. Fog Allen, baby. Fog. Fog.
2: Fog Fog Allen. Now, what's funny about rappers, uh, Joe, is that you don't find out their real names until they get indicted. And oh, then that, yeah, <laughs> <what you're saying, laughs> right? you find out <laughs> that his name—that's <laughs> true. Yeah, that his name is Cleophas Lincoln the Third. I'm like, there were mm-hmm. two before you, um, yeah. <laughs> so, right? Yeah, that I find that hilarious. Oh. You don't find out the aliases until something goes down.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's funny. One time, I'll—I'll I'll never forget. I had to go to—I can't remember why I had to go. I had to go to traffic court for something. Like I, so I didn't get my license fast, or I didn't get something. My plates in North Carolina soon enough. I got a ticket, and I had to go to the. Union County Courthouse, and I, I just loved listening to all the names they called to come up to the thing. You know, they and yeah. my favorite was there was a guy named Conroy Parchment, and I was like, <laughs> Conroy Parchment, oh, which, who's Conroy Parchment? That's the coolest name ever, Conroy Parchment. Conroy Parchment, oh, yeah, that's so cool. Kind of <laughs> oh. somebody else's first name was Fellatio. Uh, but I think Whoa. she might have just pronounced it wrong, the lady that was calling. She oh, was like, no. Yeah, I was like,
2: Felicio? Did you just say Felicio? Felicio Jackson. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. never know. I, I can't remember <laughs> what the last
1: name was because Conroy Parchment made me forget. But, oh, man, Felicio. Uh, yeah, I want to meet this Conroy Parchment guy. I almost went up to him and signed him to a, a record deal right there, <laughs> even though I don't work for a record company. Right. I was like, you got that name? He, you're going to have sell. had you arrested. Think of what he could sell just by using his name Conroy Parchment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to that Conroy Parchment ca- concert. Um, yeah right. well yeah. thanks Papa Don
0: yes thank you <laughs> no, thank for you. covering that
1: yeah thank that you was guys good. I
2: appreciate you having me um in sports back to joining. yeah
1: that's good yeah I gave Don his choice to pick whatever he wanted and he picked that uh did you watch the the tournament this year the you watch the NCAA <laughs> I, ever?
2: I couldn't watch too much of it Joe I'll be honest uh joined Amy man I, I couldn't watch too much without a crowd it just wasn't the same and this is yeah. coming from a guy I'm a UNC fan OK, this is coming from our heels. Guy. Yes. Yes, indeed. This is coming from a guy that watched Duke and UNC play in the final of the ACC tournament back in twenty nineteen. Oh is, yeah, You is, were there. Yeah, I was there.
1: Oh, I wow. was there.
2: Cool. I, I, um, it was it was so amazing, man. Uh, at the time, you know, the hype was around Zion Williamson. So watching him yeah. in person, man, it was crazy. And he caught a steal and he came down towards our end of the floor on a breakaway jam. Yeah, place went nuts, Joe. It was. Crazy. I bet. Yeah,
1: it was, and, <laughs> that was and, cool.
2: And yes, Amy, we were all screaming like Neanderthals. So we were, yeah.
1: <laughs> we were out for blood, Amy. It I bet. Exciting. I
0: bet. Yeah, I've seen it.
1: Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. I was
2: double-fisting beers. It was. It was oh amazing. yeah.
1: Yeah. Amy's been to a few games. Like, yeah. I always claim that she. I always tell her, accuse her of doing the old bait and switch. When we first started dating each other, she would act like she was into football. She'd go to foot bars with me and watch football, and I would. You know, explain the rules. <laughs> she acted like she gave a shit. And then once we were, well, t- I, I, once you- that's
0: back when I drank a lot of beer.
1: That's true. You yeah. were there for the beers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But once you lured me in, you stopped caring about the sport. Like you knew that, yeah, I wouldn't get it. I didn't have to anymore. pretend
0: anymore. Yeah, you didn't need to. <laughs> like, you- <laughs> I <don't- laughs> like, yeah, I
1: got what I came for. Yeah, yeah, she got it. So she didn't need to. Okay. We still got to get to April so Amy can cover her thing. Right. I'm going to try to keep going fast. Don Garrett kept his pace going. That's good. March 27th. Uh, the musical comedy Singing in the Rain was mm-hmm. released in New York City. It premiered at Radio City Music Hall, directed by Gene Kelly, Kelly and Stanley Donan, starring Gene Kelly and Debbie Reynolds,
0: yes. Singing in the Rain. Yep. Oh. You ever hear that? Yes.
1: Are you familiar with it?
0: Yeah, do you love it. No, I mean I I'm not that real familiar with it. I've no, seen
1: Don do You know, Singing in the Rain. You're I've I've
2: I have not seen it, but I'm familiar with it.
1: Singing in the Rain. A bunch of white people dancing on on walls. Yeah, that's what I think. basically
0: Oops. that's what it is. Oh, uh,
1: but I'm gonna give you a little info about it. It was directed and choreographed by Gene Kelly, like we talked about. And Gene Kelly apparently was a dick uh, to Whoa. everybody. Uh, like he was mean. Oh, on I set. love the tea. He was really mean to <laughs> Debbie. Yeah, to Debbie. <laughs> Re- Debbie Reynolds. This is like one of her first things. So. You might know Debbie Reynolds. I mean, maybe you know Debbie Reynolds, but she's uh, Princess Leia's mom. Oh, uh, uh, Carrie Fisher.
0: Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher's yeah, mom. yeah, yeah.
1: I know she's done a lot of other stuff, but yeah. I know her as that. But that's I know her as Star Wars mom. But she's like actually like super famous and like a classic actor, I guess. Mm-hmm. But. Um, she, anyway she,
0: Liz Taylor stole her husband from her <gasps>
1: Wait, Liz Taylor stole her stole husband? Stole Debbie
0: Reynolds stole, um, Yeah, Debbie Reynolds' husband from her
1: can that, Talk about tea That heifer <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, Debbie Reynolds remarked many years later That making this movie and surviving childbirth Were the two hardest things she'd ever had to do The filming oh, wow. experience was really unpleasant Due to her harsh treatment by perfectionist Gene Kelly no. Decades later, Gene Kelly expressed remorse about his behavior and he said, I wasn't nice to Debbie. It's a wonder she still speaks to me. Um and she she said she lived with her parents at the time and had to commute to the set. She had to wake up at four a.m. She was only nineteen. She had to get up at four a.m. and ride three different buses to the studio. Mm-hmm. Sometimes to avoid a commute, she would just sleep on the set. And then she's got this guy yelling at her about her dancing and everything yeah. like it was all that yeah, yeah so gene kelly i guess was a fucking asshole Jerk. and he sucked in american in paris so screw him yeah so donald Jerry o'connor G- donald o'connor's the co-star he's this kind of lanky guy i guess i, I remember him because he there's a scene don all i remember from this movie is that he dances off the wall he, like he jumps on the wall and dances off of it like he jumps and and, and like takes two steps on the wall and and comes back down, which right. is, I guess it's really, really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Like he fucked up his feet and his ankles, and they made him do it over and over. Oh. Yeah. And and this guy said, I was smoking four packs of cigarettes a day back then.
3: Oh and, my god! Get, oh, said, get, man.
1: <laughs> getting up those walls was murder. They had to <laughs> they had to bank one wall so I could make it up and then uh, through another wall. Whatever that means. We filmed the whole sequence in a day. We did it on a concrete floor. My body just had to absorb this tremendous, sh- tremendous shock.
0: On a concrete floor they did that? Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's and he murder said, on you. He yeah. said it was getting so hard he thought he'd have to commit suicide. Uh, and he came back on the set three days later, and everybody was clapping for him, and they were like, what a great number it was. It came out really great. Do you think you could do it again? And jokingly, he was like, yeah, sure, any time. And they said, we're going to have to do it again uh, tomorrow uh, because – uh, no one had checked the aperture on the camera, and they fogged out all the film.
2: Oh, oh no.
3: So I guess no, no. they thought it
1: came out great, but it didn't. It went really well. But, it yeah. So the next day, he had to do it again. He said by the end, his feet and ankles were massive bruises.
3: Oh. So that's the two
1: things. So if you ever are watching that movie, I don't know why you would. It's got that good morning song. That mm-hmm. good morning. Uh Anyway. But if you ever see that, that's the big thing. They'll just show a clip of him dancing on the wall. Now you know something about it. Yeah. So you can tell Mm -hmm. future children or whoever.
2: (laughs) Don't (laughs) take shrooms and dance on walls. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Don't.
1: Four packs of cigarettes, though, in a day. How is there enough time to smoke that many cigarettes?
0: He must have been smoking while he was dancing.
1: That's that's what it is. 20 in a pack. That's, That's 80 cigarettes. A God, day. That's
0: constant.
1: How could he smoke eighty in d eighty in a day? You that, gotta just light is, one after the
2: other one. That is literally overkill.
1: Mm hmm. Literally. I, oh, man. It makes well, me want to smoke a cigarette.
2: Well, I guess actors, you know, they have a lot of downtime on sets. Um, you know, when they're doing like movies and things. So, yeah. I'm, so I'm so I'm guessing he probably found that time in his trailer to, you know, go through like two packs and do a scene and go Must through a two.
1: Well, back then they also smoked on you know, in the movie a lot mm-hmm. of times. Oh, yeah, exactly. So yeah. maybe they're smoking in the movie too, oh. and then you wonder if they have the consistency thing. Well, when you did this part of the scene, you had a full cigarette. Oh, so yeah. We so gotta
0: now you got to smoke another one. Smoke another
1: the- one because we got a retake. You know, maybe um, oh. that's what they say. Watch for watch watch for the cigarette lengths in movies, and you can catch discrepancies. Of course. Oh yeah, um,
2: I have noticed uh, something like that. I uh, yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Where
1: somebody's cigarette grows, like it grows backwards the other way. You know? <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. I was
2: I was watching an episode of um. Well, I was watching Invincible, which is um. You know the superhero show on uh, Amazon Prime. Oh man,
1: I watched that. That f- man, that's a crazy show. It is Omni. That first episode is all normal, cool action, and then the end. Oh yeah. my God! Everybody's heads exploding. Omni
2: Man would never get a, anything for another Father's Day for as long as I live. <laughs> um, even in the any in, 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 in I can't talk. Even in the animations, I noticed that um the main character, Mark, um there was a part where he was in his room and he had on white shoes, and then yeah. he came and he sat on the steps and his shoes were red.
1: Really? Yeah. And that's a cartoon, right?
2: It is a cartoon. And, you so know, they a, normally yeah, don't change the, um, the wardrobes on the – so I pay attention and yeah. look to a lot of stuff like that. I'm a, like a nerd. Yeah. so Yeah. I, yeah, I see all that shit.
1: Yes, we love nerds. We love nerds. Yeah,
2: nerd school, yeah. baby.
1: Yeah, yeah nerd that's school, right. baby. Nerd school pod. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, let's see. March 28th. Okay, we'll go quick. March 28th. This is the last thing I have for March. Mm -hmm. The U.S. Men's Figure Skating Championship was won by Dick Button. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I love it. (laughs) See, that's why I say it. There's people that, <laughs> that like shit like that. Yep. Yeah, there's a guy named Dick Button. Every time he does anything, I'm going to always mention because his name is Dick Button. And he's a figure <laughs> skater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He mentions him quite a lot. How fitting. See? <laughs> Thank goodness there's somebody with my sense of humor. See, this is what all this time you've made me feel like a jerk for always talking about Dick Button. uh, (laughs) He loves it. Okay, now we're in April. Sunday, April 6th was the 16th Golf Masters Championship. Again, another name. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because Sam Snead won his second Masters Golf Tournament shooting a 286. you got to know that Snoop Dogg song. My name is Sam Snead. You better recognize. Uh, (laughs) There's a rapper named Sam Snead, and I think he... I don't know if he took it from this guy or what. I'm going to say he did. I never knew there was a golfer. So the first time I read about a golfer in the 50s named Sam Snead, I was like, what? What? The rapper? was? He's that old? (laughs) Wait, how is that
2: possible? He yanked that. He yanked that. Mm. And then... Amy. Amy hates birthdays.
1: Amy hates birthdays. All right. So (laughs) you got... So I'm going to give you some cryptic hints about this person. Okay. And see if you guys can guess whose birthday it was on, on April. Whoops. Quit
0: turning it's, off your microphone. I'm turning
1: off my microphone. I don't know why. Hold on. I'm put it back in its holster. Um, so this, what day did I say well, it was? Sunday, April 6th, okay. 1952. So it gives you an idea of how old they are. They're like 70. Born in Chicago, Illinois, the daughter of Loretta Callis, okay. who died of arthritis at age 58, and Joseph Pudlowski, what was his original surname before mm-hmm. he changed it, he died of a heart attack at age 52. This person was raised on the northwest side of Chicago in the Logan Square neighborhood, where it isn't always easy to get a taxi. She is the third of six children.
0: Is it like Judd Hirsch or somebody?
1: Her mother. It's a, oh, it's a girl. It's a woman. Her mother was president of the National Association of Dance and Affiliated Arts and ran the, Hen- Hen- the the Henner Dance Studio for 20 years. She took her first dance class at age two, then went on to teaching dance in the evening shade of her life at her family studio when she was 14. That was the evening shade of her life. And she choreographed shows at local high schools and colleges until leaving the Chicago area during her third year of college. This red-haired American actress, producer, radio host, podcaster, and author began her career appearing in the original broad uh, original production of the musical Grease in 1971.
0: Do we know who this is?
1: Aren't you, do you have somebody to guess? No. Her last name's Henner. She's got red hair. Oh, Mary Lou Henner. Yes, Mary Lou Henner. Do you know who that is? Don, I, Mary Lou Henner? <laughs> I
0: have no idea. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to know. I mean, really. <laughs>
1: so if you ever watch the show Taxi, she was the, uh, she was like the love interest for, her. like she was the hot lady on Taxi. The, the redhead. In, in the one. 70s. Yeah. 80s. Yeah. So the redhead. So right. This is Mary Lou Henner's birthday. She's now in the world. But no, and it, here's an interesting This will redeem it. Did you know that Mary Lou Henner has something called hyperthymesia? Whoa. She has total recall memory. She oh, can, yeah, she I can remember you have heard this. Uh huh. She can remember specific details of virtually every day of her life since she was a child. Wow. I wish
0: I could do that. Sometimes, s- I sometimes, sl- yeah, sometimes, sometimes I don't. Sometimes there's. Yeah. Sometimes
2: stuff is like kind of traumatic. Uh-huh. Like,
1: if She's be- got that memory though. It's got to be other stuff she can't do. Like she probably can't tie her shoes. You know? Right. Yeah. So, you know? <laughs> yeah it's got
2: to it's gotta be something that she. Oh, she just <laughs> randomly <laughs> passes out or something like that. Like
1: yes, yeah, she can't make oatmeal. Yeah. Or- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Got to have some I kind can't of imagine what that would be like.
1: Yeah, if that's true. You could probably fake it pretty easily and just make up something that you remember. But I didn't know that was even a thing that anybody could do. Yeah, yeah. man. Neither do I, man. It's I'd...
0: like photographic memory or something. Yeah.
1: But now you know Mary Lou Henner
0: yeah.
1: has that. She had a podcast for a while, but it's where she gave advice to people or something. But um, so Tuesday, April 8th, US President Harry Truman seized the steel mills to prevent a strike, which I didn't know that was something you could do. So the steel mills were all on strike. It was a 1952 steel strike by the United Steel Workers of America against U.S. Steel and nine other steel makers. The strike was scheduled to begin on April 9th, but Harry Truman nationalized the American steel industry hours before the workers walked out. Whoa. So the steel companies sued to regain control of their facilities. Like, you can't just nationalize the steel yeah. Yeah,
0: right.
1: companies. But he did. Like, he pulled, seems like a Trump thing. Like, Trump would do that. Whoa. On, on June 2nd, 1952, in a landmark decision, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in Youngstown Sheet and Tube Company versus Sawyer that the president lacked the authority to seize the steel mill. So he, he did that illegally. Mm. Uh, so the steel workers struck then to win a wage increase. And the strike lasted 53 days and ended on July 24th on essentially the same terms that the union had proposed four months earlier.
2: Oh, so wow. Like, we'll for so, yeah.
1: wow! They, they, yeah. So they got the, they got exactly what they wanted immediately in the mm-hmm. beginning. So it's almost like, just give them,
3: mm-hmm. give
1: the yeah. workers what they want. Yeah, please. You know, like, have you ever heard of people striking for anything unreasonable? Like nobody's striking for like, free blow jobs and and a million dollars. You know we're we're striking to have a livable fucking wage like right?
0: Well that's the thing. I mean the corporate profits are obscene. Yeah, and always- the little bit that they give the workers and it, the profit is made off the backs of the workers and the little that they give the workers is just ridiculous that's uh,
2: so why I'm not a fan of conglomerates at all um yeah mm-hmm. at, at all man it it's it's terrible I, I you know being I used to be an employee in corporate America pretty much since you know graduation and things and I was working for an insurance company as an adjuster and they yeah. told us that when it came you know bonus time that we had a off year so our bonuses wouldn't be as oh, yeah. you know plentiful as I guess we would hope but in a down year, the CEO clocked seventeen million in a bonus. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And a bonus? In a bonus? That's a bonus. Oh like God. your bonus is more than most people make in a career sometimes. Like exactly. if the
0: rich wanted to, they could solve all of our country's problems. Oh yeah.
1: All mm-hmm. poverty can be eradicated just if like if
0: they that. wanted to.
1: Yeah, if they could, but capitalism always wins though. So Yeah. 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 If you can keep them down. Mm-hmm. Well and if you don't keep them down, you know, they're not gonna work for you right and you then, yep. It.
0: And if they're feeling good they'll vote
1: yeah yep mm-hmm. yeah that's and, crazy yeah yep. so that's that's kind of a downer but that's yeah this you know that's that's a crazy thing that happened that i never knew about and then i got another birthday but i think i might need to cancel this birthday Amy, Amy birthdays. Amy birthdays. did you look at it
0: no i mean i saw it starts with an s
1: Okay, this one might – I didn't realize this when I was going to do this. But this guy – I'm only doing this because the, the clues are going to be fun to say. So this guy's name is Stephen Frederick. Stephen. He was born in Lansing, Michigan on April 10th, 1952. He was the son of a medical technician named Patricia. You could say she was hard to kill. And, and his dad was a high school mathematician teacher what? named Samuel – uh, his mother was of Dutch, English, and German descent, while his father was a son of Russian Jews who had relocated to the U.S. when he was five years old. He moved with his parents to Fullerton, California, where his mother later told People Magazine that prior to the move, he was frail and suffered from asthma.
0: God, can we just get on Wait, with it? well, listen, though. You could, say,
1: you could say that he was frail and suffered from asthma, that he was marked for death. He was a puny kid back then, but he really thrived after the move.
0: Those are like movie titles, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm what not are those movie Bond titles? Or whatever. It is. Uh, not James Bond. Is that Band? James Bond? James Band. Is that
1: Charles Bronson? You're getting you're in the you're in the ballpark. Steven t- Seagal. Ah, yeah, Steven Seagal. I had oh, another geez. one about. Captain. I had another one about him thinking he was above the law. Oh, I couldn't wait Captain to say. Ponytail. That. Yeah, so Steven <laughs> Seagal. But then, God. as I read through his bio, and okay. I already put in all these cool clues, that I couldn't wait to say, and then I found out he like
0: he's a gas asshole. I he think.
1: was a He was big time me too. Like from 96 to 2018, multiple women accused him of sexual harassment or assault. And I was going to say, he must've thought he was above the law, but now he's under siege. And those ladies are out for justice. Yeah. But but he's a big fucking asshole. I've heard, I've heard that. Treats women like shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of sucked because my only memories of him is like one of my first friends in middle school, like, he always rented Steven Seagal movies, and I never watched one of his movies ever. But I really understood the. I was like, these are terrible movies. Why are you getting all these movies that are straight to video? I was like, no, trust me, these are the most awesome movies. I was like, but there's there's new releases out. Why are we seeing this when we can see? And he's like, no, trust me. And we got a bunch of Steven Seagal movies. And after a while, I figured it out. It's like, okay, he's just gonna kick the shit out of twenty five people every scene. Yeah, every scene like twenty five guys gang up on I mean, it, kills them all.
2: I guess what? it was in his contract in every movie. He has to break at least one arm. Every, yeah. like, he's the guy who's like, ah, like, uh-huh. oh, my gosh, man. He was notorious for that. Yeah. Brute
0: strength.
1: But I almost feel like, yeah, <laughs> we should just cancel that fucking guy because he's a dick.
0: Yeah. yeah. But
1: are you really surprised at that, that guy? He, he had a dojo and stuff, all this other stuff. But we'll skip it because yes. Amy was getting mad about that one. Um, We're getting there. I'm getting to yours. I'm, I'm burning through these quick. Okay, April 19th, the Boston Marathon was won by Dor- Dorotio Flores of Guatemala. He, he won the marathon in two hours, 31 minutes, and 53 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then later in life, he became a professor of physical education after his retirement, and he was a golf caddy, too, at the Guatemala Country Club. Okay. <laughs> and oh, April right. 21st, <laughs> yes, yeah, stupid bits of knowledge. So April, April 21st was the first Secretary's Day, now Administrative Professionals Day. And it was invented by Harry Clemfuss, mm-hmm. who actually thought more women should be secretaries. He wanted a, a lot more women because then only women could be. Mm-hmm. But there's some controversy about this because everybody said in 1952 it was celebrated in June, and it was later moved to April. So maybe April 21st wasn't the first Secretary's Day. Mm. So mm-hmm. you guys oh, might want to do some more research. We
2: got a scandal here.
1: Yeah, That's we'll right. have to figure that out. So I don't know. We'll just move on though
0: yeah i think we'll so. just
1: leave it there because you guys don't <laughs> really care no april 22nd was the first atomic explosion on network news in knob nevada so they
0: mm-hmm. the mushroom cloud yeah i'll
1: make this quick before that they were really secretive about testing nuclear yeah. testing and people would get secret footage yeah and release it so they decided we're gonna just come out and show you mm-hmm. and so they did it all like on national news and it was like everybody broke away from tv and did it but the camera the cameras back then were so shitty that you know when the flash came up mm-hmm. the cameras took forever to adjust so they didn't see anything so it oh was wow of, oh it was kind of a waste yeah that um,
0: moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs>
1: so they really missed a lot of it so what is a huge mushroom cloud uh and then friday april 25th was the sixth nba championship only the sixth
0: Okay. Only the 6th NBA championship.
1: You know who won this? You know who won this in 1952? you
2: have any guesses? uh, Probably the Celtics (laughs) if I had to guess it.
1: The Minneapolis Lakers. Oh! Beat beat the New York Knicks. Yeah, the Lakers before they moved. To
2: L.A. And I'm a Lakers fan. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so they... Did you know they were in
2: Minneapolis originally? I did. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Well, and Don, this is something that pisses me off. Oh, boy. I just... And I I've said this on probably 40 episodes. Mm-hmm. You have. The, the 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 name should be something about your city. Like I agree when the Hornets you. went to Sher- went, went to New Orleans, mm-hmm. that pissed me off But when they renamed them. That was great. But there's no lakes in LA. Fucking there's no lakes. <laughs> they should be the LA smog or something or the LA actors or the whatever. And there's no jazz in Utah. That's what I really There's no jazz in Utah. There's no jazz. They're New in Orleans Utah. jazz, and they should be the New Orleans jazz. They need to switch it all up. All, all right. right. It should be the, the Utah white guys <laughs> and the Utah, the Mormon. Utah Mormons. Mormons. Utah yeah. Mormons. Uh, okay. Saturday, April 26th. I'll try to make this quick. Uh, US, there was a U.S. minesweeper named Hobson, and it rammed an aircraft carrier called WASP, killing 176 people. Basically, an accident. They were like, oh, one of them lost radar. They turned and they crashed. And wow, but the the captain who was driving the minesweeper actually died in the crash, so they can't really find out what happened. They just have to. They, they just blame him. Oh
2: yeah, well yeah, it's easy. Yep,
1: yep. So and then all all these people, all these uh, sailors died and were covered in oil. Even the ones they they rescued were like covered in oil because there was it was like an Ugh. oil tanker. Oh, so man. how you get that out? You can. Tied. (laughs) (laughs) Tied Tied with bleach. Oh, those
0: uniforms will never be the same.
1: And I think that brings us finally to your day, Amy. Okay. April 28th. Is that right? Or 29th?
0: It was something like that. All right. So
1: Amy's going to do a murder now, Don. (gasps) You like murders? You like true crime?
2: Oh, I do. I love forensic files.
1: Oh, okay. good. oh, good. Oh, good. Amy's a big forensic files person. Yeah, Amy. And there will probably, if you play your cards right, now there will also be a rape.
0: There's uh, no rape. No rape. Uh, no rape. Rape-free. Rape-free. No. There's a rape-free, rape-free episode. Yeah. Rape-free.
1: Hey, yeah. Although I did talk about Steven Seagal, so is it really rape-free? Not.
0: Yeah, probably not. Um, okay, so I'm going to tell the story of English serial killer John Straffen. Okay. And I got my source is The Guardian, an article by Bob Woofenden. Okay. And Wikipedia. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, John Straffen was born in Borden, Hampshire, but spent his early years in India because his dad was in the armed forces. Okay. So then he was an
1: army brat. Right. Mm.
0: And so and then they moved back to Bath, England okay. after, after a while in 1938. From the start, John was in almost constant trouble with authorities for thefts and was sent to special schools. Really? In June of 1939, he first came before a juvenile court for stealing a purse from a girl and was given two years probation. Straffin's probation officer found that he did not understand the difference between right and wrong or the meaning of probation. So the family was living in crowded lodgings at the time. Okay. And Straffin's mother had no time to help in the household because she was working. So the probation officer took the boy to a psychiatrist. Okay. As a result, Straffen was certified as a mental defective under the Mental Deficiency Act in 1927.
1: A mental defective—that's what oh, they, would wow. call it. they would call him. would yeah. Yep. Defective. Yeah.
0: A report was compiled on Straffen in 1940, which gave his IQ as 58 and placed his mental age at six. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, oh that makes sense then. Okay. So, I feel like why he's doing all that stuff?
0: I feel like there's a hair on here, but I can't. I can't tell. All right.
1: Amy is removing pubes from the microphone. No. It, <laughs> all right. St-
0: Stravin was noted as a solitary boy who took correction very badly. Okay. At 14, he was suspected of strangling two geese.
1: Oh, it's always, that's it. It's the, the, the two things, it's brain damage and animal abuse. The cat all, yeah, it's always bad later. Yep. Although I have wanted to strangle a goose now and then. Oh, they're annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At yeah. the age
0: of 16, the school That's authorities undertook a review, which found his IQ was 64 and his mental age was nine years, six
1: months. Oh, so he's making progress. And they recommended
0: <laughs> his discharge at that time.
1: Oh, whoa. Cause, cause okay. He's, okay. Because he said, okay, nine-year-old is yeah. all you have to. And he's essentially a grown so, man. Yeah.
0: Yep. So he goes back home and he gets to work. he gets work doing odd jobs.
1: Okay. Odd jobs.
0: At the same time, he starts going into unoccupied homes and stealing small items to hide them. He never took them home and he never gave them to anybody. He Just, hide, just hit him in hide, other places? Hide him in other places. That's kind
1: of fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just mischievous.
0: On July 27th, 1947. Oh, the
1: same day that New York Yankees catcher Yogi Barris started a record 148 game errorless streak?
0: Yes. Yeah. The day it started. Um, on that day, a girl told the police that a boy named John assaulted her and put his hand over her mouth and said, what would you do if I killed you? I have done it before.
1: Ooh, that would be creepy. Yeah, yeah. Scary.
0: And this incident was not connected to straffen until much later, though. Okay. But that was just something that happened. That's creepy. After wringing the necks of five chickens in
1: 1947. Oh, boy. He oh. was
0: certified as feeble-minded and committed to what was then termed a colony for mental defectives at Oldmansbury, north of Bristol.
1: Oh, there's nothing more creepy than a... Uh, as you put it, a colony for mental defectives in the fifties
0: in, uh, in England.
1: Can you in England? Can you imagine what that must have been God. like? All people places. just sc- People just screaming in rocking chairs without yeah. any clothes on. <laughs> yeah, you know, no clothes. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> picture. Have you ever seen pictures of stuff like that? Uh, yes. it Seems scary. Just, just it screaming. was rough back then. They treated people really bad. Remember
0: that? Have you seen the Geraldo one? That wasn't. That was like in the seventies. No. And it was, was uh, a Geraldo about it. Was a, It was a in uh, in America god what way way sanitarium wayfair sanitarium yeah. something like that and it was for kids that with developmental disabilities and they were all like naked and they were just like rocking on the floor yeah, and didn't. it was just like
1: it was they treated feces them like they, everywhere. yeah they, tra- they treated oh, them like, like they're animals. wild animals yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it was horrible,
0: crazy man yeah,
1: yeah it's bad it oh. was bad so and that's everywhere that's everywhere across the country they did that mhm
0: and so when he was arrested um he was also under suspicion for burglary, and in his police interview, cheerfully confessed to it and many other incidents to which he had not been connected. Released on license in 1951, he was examined at a Bristol hospital where electroencephalograph readings showed that he had suffered wide and severe damage to the cerebral cortex, probably from an attack of encephalitis in India before the age of six.
1: Okay. So there's your oh. brain damage. That's where he got his brain damage. Okay. It's always those two things, brain and damage and Animal abuse. Animal so abuse. abuse. Has- child, yeah, young age. Setting
0: fires is another one. Yeah. By now, however, I know it is. Yeah,
1: it's a, yeah.
0: By now, however, Straffin was considered sufficiently rehabilitated to be allowed a period of unescorted home leave. He used the time to get a job at a market garden, which he was allowed to keep. On July 15th, 1951. Oh,
1: the same day that Go Lucky, hosted by Jan Murray, was on CBS. It was a short-lived summer quiz show based on a parlor game called Coffee Pot. The show's sponsor was Lucky Strike Cigarettes. Go lucky.
0: Of course. (laughs) Yes. On that day, Straffen went to the cinema on his own. His route took him past one Camden Crescent in Bath, where five year old Brenda Goddard lived with her foster parents. According to Straffen's later statement to the police, so according to what we later find out happened. Right. His, he saw brenda gathering flowers and offered to show her a better place he lifted her over a fence into a copse after which she fell and he hit her head on a and hit her head on a stone she was unconscious and he strangled her streffen did not make any attempt to hide the body and simply went on to the cinema watched the film shockproof and returned home
1: that sounds like a steven Seagal movie it
0: does shockproof, <laughs> shockproof
1: yes. it does <laughs> Maybe Stephen Stahl is a time traveler. Maybe he is a time time traveler. Maybe. Maybe we're discovering it right now,
0: right.
1: and we're uncovering it. And this this episode, he can't, he can't be Don he Garrett. Was just
0: born, remember you just talked about his birthday. Oh, he's day. not a
1: time traveler because he was just born. He was just born. Maybe he made a movie as an infant. Breaking. No, no, no. no, wait. No, we're still in 1951, right?
0: Oh yeah, that's true. So he
1: wasn't born yet. Yeah. So he is a time traveler.
0: So he was immediately considered as a suspect. Okay. This and questioned by the police. And they also checked with his employer and that caused him to lose his job, get fired from his job because the police were asking okay. about him in an interview with a psychiatrist. Streffen said that he was past, that he was, that he passed the police. No, I'm sorry. What? He said that he was mad that the police were shadowing him and that he wanted to annoy them back. He, oh. was, he was irritated because the police were, were tailing him. Okay. Wow. So on August 8th, Straffin was again at the cinema when he met nine-year-old Cicely Batstone. Oh,
1: August 8th is when What's the Story was on the Dumont Network. Mm-hmm. Did you know there was a, before there was CBS, NBC, and the Dumont
3: Network? No.
1: It was a whole network just called the Dumont, named after a guy named Dumont. Uh, <laughs> and Alan, Dr. Alan Dumont. And it it was defunct in 1956. But What's the Story was a panel of well-known newspaper columnists mm-hmm. and other celebrities were asked to try to identify Famous events from Clues given by the moderator and his assistant. So it was another game show. All right. Anyway. So,
0: so. yes, he met nine-year-old Cicely Batstone. So
1: he meets another child, another little mm -hmm. girl?
0: Yep. He first took Cicely to a different cinema to see another film and then went on the bus to a meadow known as Tumps on the outskirts of Bath. There he strangled her to death. The Uh, circumstances of the murder left many witnesses who had seen Straffin with the girl.
1: At least he's not raping him.
0: No. The bus conductor. look on the
1: bright side. yeah. Yeah.
0: The bus conductor recognized him as, as a former workmate. A county a, a courting couple in the meadow had seen him very closely.
1: That's a nice way to say two people fucking. <laughs> two people fucking in a meadow
0: yeah. had seen him very closely. Yeah. And a policeman's wife had also seen the two together. She mentioned it to her husband, and then when the alarm was raised the next morning, she guided police to where she had seen the two, and Cicely's body was discovered. Her description of the man was enough to identify Straffin immediately as the suspect. Okay. So, after he was arrested, Straffin immediately confessed and was committed for trial at Taunton. However, the judge told the jury, in this country, we do not try people who are insane. You might as well try a baby in arms. Ooh. Straffin was found unfit to plead and sent to Broadmoor, which was an, an asylum.
1: Broadmoor. Huh. Okay. I feel like we've talked about that one before. I, we have. Yeah. At okay. about
0: 2.40 p.m. on April 29th, 1952.
1: Oh, the same day that Nora Dunn from SNL was born?
0: Yes. He jumped over the wall and, and, though the alarm was quickly raised, enjoyed four hours of freedom.
1: Okay. He was per- he escaped.
0: Yeah, he was pursued by two staff members on bicycles and recaptured about seven miles away in Arbor Field at 640 p.m. That was p.m. on
1: Nora Dunn's birthday.
0: <laughs> yep. That evening at about 1030, five-year-old Linda Boyer was reported missing in oh, Arbor no. Field. Her body was found the following morning. She, too, had been strangled and, naturally, almost the entire county jumped to one conclusion and ever since that time as yeah. a side note there was a system of sirens to warn of any escape from broadmoor that was set up later in okay.
1: 1952 that's when they decided you need mm-hmm. to do that probably mm-hmm. so when
0: straffen stood trial the prosecution argued that he was fit to plead the judge agreed and also allowed the press to report everything in the absence of a jury But then they had to abandon the trial because there was one juror who over who was overheard saying he thought Straffen was innocent. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So the third trial begins and Straffen is found guilty on July 25th. He's sentenced to be hanged on September 4th. The public, who were so against him after his escape and the murder of Linda Boyer. Now, all all of a sudden, it's like they're on his side a little bit because they're they're putting him to death. What? And. And like one of the doctors said, it's not the sanity of John Straffin that is in question, but the sanity of the law. And right. it was all because he was, it, he was, his IQ was so low. Yeah. That they were like, why? Well,
1: it'd be one thing if you had a place to put and somebody And he was completely like that. insane. That was nice. He yeah. was completely yeah, he was insane. His, yeah. Out of his mind. Yeah.
0: On August 29th, Straffin was reprieved on the grounds of insanity, which means that he's no longer.
1: You let him out or you let him no, off you trial. Let yeah. it,
0: he, he's not going go to die.
1: Right. You're not going to hang him. Right.
0: right. In May of 1968, Straffen was moved to HM Prison, Durham. Placed in top security E Wing, he was joined by fellow child killer Ian Brady, who we have already talked about. Crime author Jonathan Goodman wrote that the shambling lunatic is in prison only because no mental institution is secure enough to guarantee his confinement.
1: The shambling lunatic happens to be my wrestling name. <laughs> Many years. <laughs>
0: Many years later, a prison officer recalled seeing Straffin circling, banging the fence every couple of minutes, and that one fellow officer described him as aloof and hostile, never talks unless he has to ask for something, always on his own. So he did acknowledge his responsibility for the first two girls, but he he always insisted he never killed the third girl.
3: Really? Mm. And there
0: was some evidence, like she had fingernail marks on her neck, and he had bitten his nails down to the quick. So so he never had nails. He never had nails. And uh, he didn't have his fingerprints on her bike. That was found in the bushes. Okay. And, um, he, and there was kind of somebody that could account for where he was for almost the whole time So that he maybe was he didn't do
1: that. There's another killer then.
0: But then again, when police questioned Straffin, before they knew about the girl being missing, when they caught him, yeah. they said, you haven't done anything bad while you were out, did you? And he said, I did not kill her. I did not kill the little girl on the bicycle.
2: Uh, oh, oh, wow. Uh,
0: so that's kind of damning and that was before they any they didn't mention anything about a bicycle or yeah, a girl or anything, they would just yeah. asked him if he'd done something bad so oh. in uh 1994 michael howard decided to compile a select list of about 20 prisoners serving life sentences who must never be released and Straffen's name was said to be on it the whole list was published by the news of the world in december 1997 and um he died in H.M. Prison, Franklin, in County Durham on November 19th, 2007, at the age of 77.
1: Wow, he got old. He yeah.
0: has been in prison for a British record of 55 years. Really? That's, that's a British, longest, right? That's the yep.
1: Well, he died the same day that Kevin Dubrow from Quiet Riot, the lead singer of Quiet Riot, died. Oh, okay. He he uh, died of a drug overdose.
0: Jeez, I and, didn't and know Quiet did... Riot, Riot was still doing anything in 2007. No, they
1: weren't. He was just still alive, but he... And they, and you know, here's the sad thing about Kevin Dubrow. They didn't find him for six days. No. no. You yeah. We made that up. No. Yeah. He died on a, November 19th. They figured out, but they didn't find him until the 25th. Oh. He had called a, called a buddy <laughs> and said he wanted to change his ways. He wanted to stop abusing drugs and alcohol. And then, then he died. Well, what happened is he didn't show up for Thanksgiving. Like they were all having Thanksgiving, he never showed up. That's how they found out he's dead. Went to his house, and oh my, oh god, my god, can you imagine a six-day-old dead body? No. What that must have smelled oh, like? Oh no. man, oh that
2: stench! Yeah, Ew. that'd be bad. That would be bad.
1: And then to cleanse our palate, I have one more thing. The last day of April, so we've done March and April now. Uh, the first toy ever advertised on television was advertised on television. You want to guess what it is, or did you see my? Picture? I saw it. So you want to you. guess what the first toy Don is uh, ever uh, advertised? It?
0: I'll it's give still, him a clue. Here's
1: your hint. It's still made today,
0: and it was recently in the news as a controversy of some stupid sort. Um, was it a paddle ball?
1: Nope. Mister Potato Head. Oh. And everybody's yeah. mad now because it's now uh, it's non-gendered, right? It yeah. can be. It can be a man or a woman. And everybody's mad. Just that that's head. not Mr. Yeah, just potato head. Everybody's so God, mad about that. So How mad. dare you take God. the gender away from my potato? How dare You,
0: me- <laughs> no. How dare you de-gendered have- my potato. How dare you I want my choose. potato with a penis and balls. <laughs>
1: How dare In you make me choose? And not only do you not disgender it, I want a big old penis on it. I want all of my potatoes with a big giant penis and balls.
2: I want my potato to have a big pickle.
1: Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's
0: damn right. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, this is the first time Mr. Potato Head can you imagine
0: was... if Mr. Potato Head came with those parts? It
1: should. It probably does come with it. Probably There's I probably don't... people that are mad. That yeah. Why didn't come with the dick and balls anymore? Uh, yeah. It's gotta be. Uh, yeah. Those <laughs> crazy. Uh, you put the so dick terrifying. on the forehead. <laughs> yeah. Kinda, like <laughs> <It's> you put <laughs> it in the. You don't put the dick anywhere. <laughs> there really needs to be. If there isn't, why isn't there a I one know. already? Why
2: not?
1: Yeah. It can be yeah. both. Yeah. You can put a vagina on it too. <laughs> whatever. You put two vaginas. Two scrotums, there's probably a
0: dirty Mr. Potato Head.
1: Yeah, yeah. there. And if not, do.
0: we need to quit our jobs tomorrow
1: and make, make it and that.
0: create it and invent that. Because you know
1: that'll be at every bachelorette party. We would be a
0: hundred. I mean, we would be hundred heirs.
1: Well, I think the key is you also have to have with anything like that. Those like sex toys that are like gag gifts. Yeah. They after they actually have to also work too because they're yeah they're gag gifts, but you know. Everybody who leaves that bachelorette party is really going to use those dildos. Those dildos oh, yeah. is a joke. Yep. They're using the hell out of those dildos. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. No, it's Aren't a Mr. They?
0: Potato Head.
1: Yeah, but it's got a dildo attached to it. So what I'm saying is the key to the sales is it's got to actually be usable. Also. Oh, no. It's got to vibrate or something. Going too
0: far. That's too far? Yeah, it is.
1: I don't know. Don didn't think it was too far. I, I, I'm right on par. <laughs> 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 anyway. I'm right on par. That's that's all the time we have. This has been a long yes. episode. Sorry, but we did two months. We went quick. Yeah, Don was great. He thank you so much for Fog Allen, Amy, hey,
2: and Joe. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yes. we love you, Don. Love you. So guys.
1: anyway, if you're if you're in Charlotte or the surrounding area, just check his website out. Uh, there's videos on there too, right, Don, on YouTube and stuff.
2: Um, yeah, uh, there are some videos up there. Um, speaking of videos, July 5th, I believe. Um, we have a special coming to Amazon Prime. Um, Ooh. it's uh my good friend EJ Nonstop. Uh, we recorded his 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 special. i um, called. I'm sick of it. Uh, we recorded really? it, in Allentown, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, last month in April. Um, so oh, it's cool. slated it's slated for release on Amazon Prime in early July. Oh,
1: look awesome. for that. Is yes. that what you know? What that's called? Um, it's EJ called, Nonstop. It's called. I'm sick of it. What? Oh, I'm sick of it. Yeah, check mm-hmm. that out. Don Garrett's going to be on Amazon Prime. Oh, and you were also in a movie on Amazon Prime, a small cameo. Yes. I saw you. Yes. Uh, yes. My friend PJ to- Barnes. Shout- yeah.
2: Yeah, shout out to uh, PJ and Natasha and Keith and Alicia and Everybody, a screw up TV man. Um, Yeah, they had me as a part of a movie called um, All We Got. And uh, it was me and uh, Jonathan Bonds, man. And we had a bar scene in which we were a bit too very saucy. Uh, (laughs) You know, we had a lot of attitude. So, no, yeah, Yeah, that was
1: a little cameo. I was like, that's Don Garrett right there. Papa (laughs) Don's on this show. He's at the bar. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, So, yeah, check out All We Got on Amazon Prime. Don's got a little spot in that. And then check out Sick of It. Coming out soon. You said it's coming out this July summer? 5th. July? July 5th. July 5th? Yep. Oh, check that out, too. That's cool. You're plugging some cool shit. And if you're ever in town, it, uh, Don's normally in Charlotte, but he'll be around everywhere. Check out his website. Check out the Queen City Comedy Experience this yes. September. Yes. Don will be there. Don's always good there. I think last time, you just set up your podcast in the middle of the atrium. This time, John Reap's going to do that. So yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully you'll get to be on. And you opened for John Reap before. Yeah, so yep. Hopefully, you'll be able to jump on his podcast in the atrium, too. Hopefully so,
2: man. Um, I I appreciate you, Joe and Amy, man, uh, for having me and all you guys do. Um, Everybody, you guys make sure to keep supporting and listening to American Timelines, man. Support this awesome podcast. Support Amy and Joe, man. City Comedy Experience. There's a lot of great things that's going on. So, uh, yep. man, I thank you
3: Thank guys. you. Thanks yeah, for being thank here, Don.
1: Don. So this is much. cool. Thanks for taking this time out. He's a busy guy. Absolutely. It's time the episode, yeah, though. time to get out of here, Chuck Berry. Yeah, get out of here.
0: Let <laughs> Dale through.
1: All right. Thanks, Don. Thank you guys. <laughs> Yeah.